songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. <laughs> and I'm Amanda Allen. <laughs> Dude, I'm a little punchy today. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I don't know who so, kids I'm so, hearing in the microphone. They might be mine. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any kids in me right now, so they I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's Odie in the background. I wonder if he's getting picked up. He's just he's so loud. <sighs> how are you doing, Betsy? Um, how am I doing? <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Uh, we we're, were supposed we're to start. I should be entertaining here. No, um, no, no. It's entertaining to be honest. We um, <laughs> we were supposed to start a little while ago, and I was running late, and was like, "Sorry, a couple minutes late." And I was like, all right, I'm on. And then you were like, wiping a butt, be on in a bit. Like, and I just, when I saw that text that was like, wiping a butt, I was like, mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think I texted you waiting to wipe a butt. It was like <laughs> the delicious anticipation of whiting, wiping a butt. It's, that's one of the worst moments, though. Like, I hate when that happens when you're just sitting watching your kid take a dump. Yeah. And then you're just standing there waiting for them, and they're like, do 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 boop 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 boop. You're like, are you done? And they're like, no, no. I'm waiting for your deposit. And it's always when like everything needs to be happening, like something's going on. Somebody's texting you. You're supposed to be somewhere already, and nothing's ready. And they're just like, so I was wondering, like, why do we call green green? Oh boy. <laughs> like I've got places to be. I um I bought a a bidet, like oh. um not like a full. It, it's like a little thing that you attach to your toilet. Yeah, yeah. Cause I cause uh when everyone like freaked out about toilet paper here in the states when the <laughs> when the quarantine started, yep. um some of our mom friends were like, just get a fucking bidet and call it a day. Oh, uh, bidet and call it a day. Um, <laughs> I came up with a slogan for bidets. Um, Shark Tank. <laughs> Shark Tank. Shark Tank that. It's called a bidet. Um, make it happen, everyone. So uh, so anyway, I got one because I was like, well, apparently Europe thinks they're great. So let's see. And uh, and it's great. But so far, so good. No one has like sprayed the room with butt water. But we'll see. Yeah. Is um, it weird? It feels like it might be like it's a little weird, right? To um, just like wash your butt. I mean, I like it because then yeah. then your butt is like super clean, super clean. Yeah. yeah, and it's not. I think I was concerned that it would be like sexual somehow. Oh, mm -hmm. and it's not. It's just yep. cleaning your butt with like a little a, a gentle jet of water. But I, anyway, uh, so I was bidetting my four year old's butt just then. Oh, and uh, you're like, hey, bend over. <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird to target someone else's butthole on a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. is it getting you? Are you? And he was like, uh, yeah. Is it though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I uh, <laughs> I ordered toilet paper when the COVID started and everything ran out, and I went online, and they were like. The next delivery of this is like June. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> we'll need it then. Like, it's not going to go to waste. And, you know, I oh, forgot yeah, about absolutely. It. it came this week, a big thing of like, but it was like weird toilet paper from I don't know where. Like, it was like 
I was like, what is this package? I opened it up and I was like, oh, I don't even want to use this toilet paper. Like it was weird toilet paper. Because <laughs> I'm like, sure at the time you're like, we need to get it. Like, I'll just get yeah. any. What is this? Garbage toilet paper? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's t- it is garbage toilet paper. Like it's yeah. like the kind, like it's not good. It's like, to- it's like hand towel or whatever toilet paper. It's terrible. Hand towel? Um, yeah. And it was like, it's like mini rolls. I, I don't know what I did. And then. <laughs> I'm like, can I return this? Like, can I? I don't want this. I don't need it. And did I spend sixty dollars on it? Did I? Did oh I? God! How many yeah. did you did you get? Like a I, whole wooden pallet of toilet no. paper? No, it was when they were like price gouging everything, and they were like, you can't get toilet paper. And then I was in my mind, I was like, it'll be end of times. We won't have toilet paper for months, and then this will come, and it will be awesome. That's why and I got the bidet. I, I ordered that. it so long ago. Yeah. I was like, fuck okay, you, everyone. I'm going to use a bidet, and then you can all eat all your toilet paper as far as I'm concerned. I had a normal experience today where I went to Target, and no one was there, and there was no line. And I even had my favorite checkout lady, Maria, and oh. she was like, how are you? She and I was like, you. Hi. And then she's like, you're getting this mop? And I was like, I guess so. And then we talked through it. And it just felt like the most normal I've felt in a very long time. There was no one in the store. No one. It was awesome. I feel like you just bought a mop. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was like two years ago. I think when I get anxious, that's where that's where I'm like, I need a new mop. <laughs> This one's a different mop. So I have my like awesome O-Cedar ring mop or uh, whatever, uh, spin mop. This one is, um, I'm going to try it. We're going to see. It's kind of like um, where you can wash the pads. So it's, and it's uh, a spray mop, like a little like. Yes. So it's a little more for like everyday quick use instead of like, let me fill up the bucket of water. Yes. And then, and then fully mop everything. This is more like quick go around and, and then you can just wash it easy right so we'll see how it is and uh uh, i don't know what it's called it's a new one that's the other thing too is i'm i'm the person that's like is that a new is that a new mop it must be better than the old one oh and it uses essential oils and water it means it's healthier let me get it yeah so um (laughs) meanwhile you're uh slipping all over your floor yeah so we'll see and if it's great, I will, as always, uh, let everyone know about it and post online. And Because that's usually the only thing I post online is the mop. <laughs> we have one of those type of things, although ours is old and probably not as good as yours um, because it is quite old. But uh, the four-year-old loves using it, yeah. which is terrific. Although mm-hmm. I have to say, I have a little um, robot that mops my floor like that oh, yes. now. And I love her so i love that your house is filled with cleaning robots it's really exciting i mean there's only two but they they loom large (laughs) um so i have i have three children they're all boys four eight and nine i have three kids i have a nine-year-old boy and twin six-year-old girls who tomorrow will be seven oh wow Mm mm-hmm that's what I'm doing today. Getting ready. Getting ready, getting ready for the birthday. What are you going to yep. do? So we, all right. So tonight the girls have, they have asked that I dye their hair semi-permanent blue and pink. Mm-hmm. 
Both um, colors or one each? Emmeline wants blue. Benny wants pink. <laughs> so um, we're going to just do the, the ends, you know, like I, I'm going to just do the ends. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for one of them to be like, no, I want my whole head blue. Of course. But we'll see. I'm going to suggest the ends. Um, and we're going to, uh, I'm trying to decide, I think I might, we might make the cake today and let it cool so that tomorrow we can decorate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so tomorrow we'll do presents and birthday in the morning. And then at noon we have, um, the Kona ice truck coming in front of a house. <gasps> oh, so not that, not that dad. We were going to do the dad, but then the dad said, I don't work weekends. And oh, oh, excuse it, me. Yeah, and then charged a lot of money, and we were like, um, <laughs> "Okay, well, the thought was nice, but <laughs> the thought that we had was nice." <laughs> yeah. Um. Then we're like, "It's whatever. Just let's Kona ice it." So Yay! the Kona ice truck will come. <laughs> if you don't listening, if you don't know what a Kona ice truck is, just like um, what are they called? Totally ice shaved ice. Yeah, shaved ice, or what do they call yeah. those? Like in everywhere else. Um, ice. Like ices. <laughs> yeah, shaved ice. <laughs> like ice. But they're Hawaiian. I think they're believe they're Hawaiian treats. So snow cone. They thank shave, you. Like thank kind of like a snow cone. Yeah, and they but they shave the ice and it's really really fine so that it's almost like um powdery. Mm-hmm. And then they add sometimes they add ice cream to it. Sometimes they add like cream to it or chocolate or different flavors. And, oh, they have so um, many flavors. So many flavors, and then they're huge. They're yeah. like these giant ice things. So oh, that's right. They're more like in a like a cup, right? A cup. Yeah, yeah like eating more cup. ice cream. So we invited a couple of their friends to social distance. They can come get a cone of ice, see them, um, and say hi. But like I was I was very like, this is very low key. Don't bring presents. It's just to say hi and have an ice cream. Like, please do my worry. I'm very anxious about the fact that like I'm, I'm nervous that the kids are going to want to start to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm nervous that the parents are going to want to stay. Mm-hmm. I'm not planning for a party. I'm not feeding people because COVID <laughs> and because I hate birthday parties. Well, so you are so, feeding them. You're feeding them shaved ice from a truck. Shaved, shaved ice from a truck that I am not, but I'm not preparing for to buy anybody pizza. I'm not getting right. food. You know, like I just, it, I'm, it, it, I'm nervous it's going to turn into a party. Mm-hmm. And I can't, and I just don't want to get behind that. So I'm like, I know how I we all say, know like, how you feel you know, about parties. I mean, in, on a normal day, yeah. I hate parties yeah. and I want them to end. So <laughs> this is like, I was, I told you this on the show before. I was kind of excited about COVID and the fact that it meant no more birthday parties. So I was like, this is a win. You don't have to go <laughs> and do this anymore. And yet somehow you're doing more than we did for Ajax's birthday. Well, I mean, yeah, it sounds like, well, now I've, yeah, so we're going to do the cone ice truck. And then after that, we'll, as a family, we'll have dinner and we'll have ice cream, uh, cake. So, but yeah. I'm hoping that the truck, when the truck drives away, I kind of want to be like, kids, go in. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, you, everyone, for coming. The truck you, is gone. When you invited people, did you give them an end time? I said, the truck will be there from 12 to 1230. Please come by and have an ice cream and say hello and happy birthday to the kids. Okay. So my hope is that they anticipate once the truck is done, the party is done. Because then I will say, I need to take them in and they need to eat some lunch. Yeah. There you go. But they probably should eat lunch before. Otherwise, Mm. they're going to be crazy. And I hate it all. I know. They're going to be like, ah! 
Um, but I, you know, if it were me, I would be thankful that it, I didn't have to stay. I'd be like, okay, look, we had our ice cream. Thank you for having us come by for ice cream. See you later. Happy birthday, kids. Bye. Yeah. I just worry about like the one or two that are going to be like, yeah, go play with them. Go swing on that swing. It's possible that people will be um, so happy to be out of their house and like at a, a thing, an event that yeah. they will not be able to help themselves. I could I see know. me doing that and just being like, hi, it's a person I was talking yeah. in real life. Yeah. Um. So two things uh, have been going on. I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you the less dramatic one first, which is that we are going to go camping for Fourth of July weekend. And now you all know, so you can all come and rob my house. Um, <laughs> shoot! <laughs> Please don't rob my house, moms and dads. It's okay. And, I, and I don't think. Friends. I think you are in good company. No one's. No one's. No one will rob you. Everyone's me. too tired to rob me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can come and take all of my uh, survival gear. So, uh, so we're going camping, and that, and uh, so because of quarantine, we we had been paying a lease on a minivan, but we haven't been using our minivan at all. So, um, and in fact, I keep asking uh, Ari to like return it because who knows when we're going to need that again yeah right yeah so we've just been using our prius which is of course uh small it's a prius um and so ari was like oh well we'll just um well first of all he was like that's crazy and i was like i'm gonna fucking make it work because i can fit I, i feel like i've always been really proud of being able to pack any suitcase or any car and like making it work that's a a point of pride for me um, and so he was like, well, let's, let's get a, um, like a trailer. We'll get a trailer behind it that like a small cargo trailer. And I was like, okay. But then I looked into it and it's like 300 bucks to get that set up like minimum. And there's a whole bunch of other like bells and whistles. And then, and then you have to get the fucking trailer. Um, and it's like 25 bucks a day. So it just kept adding up and I was like, screw yeah. this. So then I got this it's like a big bag that sits on the top of your car and it gives you like 19 cubic feet of storage. And yes, I'm yes. Yes. Right. We did this when we traveled cross country. Did it fuck up? No, it was great. Yes. It okay. was awesome. In fact, if we still have it, I can, well, you got one. So <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> this is another one of our things where I'm like, Oh, I've got like three of those. Oh man. <laughs> when no, we're done, let's it was really great. Great. Good. Um, yeah, maybe I'll still like borrow some shit from you if you if you've got some stuff. Um I've got so, so I've so I'm I'm gonna do that, but I'm still like worried and I know that if it's just me packing, I can I feel like I have it under control. But you know, like the hour before you leave, everyone's like, Well, but I have to bring five books and like we have to bring twenty bags of Doritos and and then all of a sudden you're like we can't fit any of this um and it all goes back to my sort of control freak uh stuff um so I'm I'm trying to plan out this trip and also aware of like COVID so like we're bringing our own like camping toilet with like a tiny tent that goes over it it's a whole fucking thing and um (laughs) Uh, and like any camera head trip. stick out is it like from that movie with um <laughs> Molly Ringwald do you remember that movie no. for Keith? 
when she gets pregnant she's a teenager and so they have a toilet in the middle of their apartment when they have to put a little tent over it so when they go to the bathroom their heads stick out of the top oh my god i I, first of all i love that movie um and second of all uh i don't remember that part although that really brings (laughs) me back to the east village in the late 90s um where everyone had like a bathtub in yes. their kitchen. Yes. Where it was like, oh, hey, so I'm just going to make some brownies and shower. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm getting all ready for that. And that's been like really weighing on my mind in a good way because I'm so excited to leave our house and just so excited to have a change of scenery and do anything else and have just any kind of different experience. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I'm so excited. And I think about it all the time. I'm like obsessed with planning this trip. Um, like later today, I'm probably just going to start packing just to make sure that everything fits. And also Ari is always like, it's not going to fit. This is going to be a disaster. Nothing's going to fit in the Prius. And I'm like, it's fucking going to happen. I'm going to make it work. <laughs> all right. So anyway, so that's one thing. Um, so the other thing, though, is um, is that um, <laughs> so Father's Day, mm. Father's Day happened, and this is more Ari's story, but I'm going to tell it because it's my show. So, because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's my show. <laughs> so, so Ari, so. Rex, our nine-year-old, has been real mouthy and um, has been using bad words and has been really disrespectful. I mean, sometimes he's like a fucking angel. Like, sometimes he'll be like, Mama, I'm going to help you this bedtime and I'm going to make everyone do everything and you're not going to have to, like, ask anyone to do anything. And I'm going to I'm gonna do everything, you know, and you're not going to have to tell me what to do because I've got it under control. And then, you know, sometimes like before bed, he'll come in, he'll come into my room and say, mama, do you want me to bring you an ice cold seltzer in the morning? And I'm Mm. like, yeah, please do that. That'd be amazing. And like, sometimes like today he'll wake up, he'll feed his brother's cereal and, um, and get them dressed. So so there's stuff like that that's amazing about getting older, and then there's stuff like this, which not, which is not. So he's getting older. He's uh, he's getting, re- you know, he's really mouthy. He's doesn't understand why he needs to respect older people. He doesn't understand why he needs to be respectful of his parents, and um, because unfortunately we have kind of raised him to think like, well, everyone's equal, like. <laughs> but and i don't mean that like um i don't mean that like a like a like a hierarchy in the house yeah i mean that Mm -hmm. like we are all human beings we're all deserving of respect and there's no you know i don't know i don't know how to explain it but anyway so he doesn't understand when we're like Hey, you can't talk to us like that. So anyway, mm-hmm. it's Father's Day. Um, you know, I'm I'm trying to take care of everything so that Ari can just do whatever he wants. And at some point, I have to tag out, or I can't remember exactly what led up to this. Um, I only really remember what happened, 
which is that Ari wanted Rex to do something or not do something. And there, and there was probably, I don't know, something happened that our nine-year-old didn't like. And, and Rex said to my husband, um, fuck you, daddy. Oh, no. I mean, it's it's been coming, right? Like, I feel like it's it's been so, coming. I think it's important, you know. Everyone knows I love when kids curse. Yes, but there's a difference when it's a curse when they don't. They're like little kids going like, "Fuck, damn it!" Yeah, and there's oh, a difference shit. between I'm actually t- cursing you out. Oh no! What did so, Ari do? Happy Father's Day! Ah, oh. that's the thing of all days. He was like, oh. I. Never thought that we would be here. I never Mm -hmm. thought that we would – I was hoping that we would get through your childhood or our lives without (laughs) you ever saying that to me, let alone on Father's Day. Is that what he said? Yes. And um, But – Because I would have been like, fuck me, fuck you. (laughs) Or you want to say the big words? You can go to your fucking room, you fucking fuck. No, I wouldn't have said that, but I would have liked to. <laughs> That's what my dad would have said to me if I had said that to him. He would oh. have been like, fuck you. Oh, my God. Our parents would have murdered us. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's so, it's Mm-mm. beyond. <laughs> so, and Ari has this sort of tendency naturally to, um, you know, I'm, I'm the hammer and he's more the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> you know, he he has a less of an authoritative streak, I guess. Like he won't always come down on them really hard when they do things that are displeasing or not appropriate or disrespectful. And I have kind of no bandwidth for that stuff. And uh, I especially don't have it when it happens to my husband, my favorite person in the world. So, um, I think, I feel like Ari, Ari kind of was just standing in the kitchen and, and Rex was in the living room and Ari was like, just kind of reeling from that moment. And he and I were talking about it and, um, and I was like, well, there obviously needs to be a consequence. And he's like, I don't know. Like, he he has a tendency to really pull his punches uh, figuratively with the kids, like mm-hmm. you know. And I have a ten- tendency just to be like, no screens for a year, and you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so he went in there and he was like, no screens for a week, um, mm-hmm. which I think was uh, very generous. Um, and um, and Rex kind of like. You know, he still didn't quite get it, which is insane. Um, and um, so this week he's had no screens. But here's the other thing. Um, it's hard. It's hard to co-parent when you don't. When you don't have the same idea of. Mm-hmm. We're not always on the same page in terms of consequences and what we let slide and stuff so like i i don't know i don't know if i think i don't think a week was enough but that's just me 
Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and that was his decision, I guess. Um, it's really hard to compromise because, you, you know, like you're constantly – you have to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And it's like which – whose page do we go with this time? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's difficult. It's, when it's not your page, it's difficult. Yeah. Um, and the difference between us two is I think if it were only up to me, no mm-hmm. screen time would mean – I have your phone and I keep it for a week. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yep. But <laughs> but Ari is, you know, he's a softie. So he he's like, well, he can have it to play just dance on the on the TV. Like he yeah. uses that as an <laughs> as a control. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and I get it because, like, that's his main exercise, Rex's main exercise. And if we were to take away his main source of exercise, like, that could be, um, you know, bad for everybody, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But also it's something that he loves and something he's, like, obsessed with. He loves to do Just Dance. He he does it a lot. Um, and And also there's a program called Duolingo which is you like learn a language. And so, mm-hmm. so Rex has been doing Duolingo for Greek and he's been, um, cool. you know, yeah. And Ari really wants him to, to learn Greek because his father is Greek. Um, and I get that. Um, but, but he is like, well, and maybe we can let him do Duolingo. And I don't know, like for it's those gray areas of, of like parenting and punishment and stuff. Uh, we we both really struggle with or maybe i just struggle with i see them as almost very black and white but he sees it as more of a you know uh, a gradient um so that's where we are at and apparently too the night that that happened rex went upstairs and (laughs) and changed the name like the virtual name of his kindle um, so that when it shows up, so when I get like <clears throat> library books for the Kindle, I, I can choose, I guess, which, which Kindle to put it on. If it's Ajax, a book for Ajax or a book for Rex. And I went to put it on Rex's Kindle and let me, let me see what he had changed it to. I took a picture of it. Maybe I'll post it. Um, it's a, so it's a. So Big Nate, Mr. Popularity, that's the book uh, I was going to uh, – and then it says, you know, which where do you want to deliver it to? And um, and I had to choose if I wanted to deliver it to Ajax's Kindle or, um, in all caps, Mama and Daddy are fucking stupid heads. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even see that until today. <laughs> like, what is – and so again, it was like I feel like there needs to be a consequence for this. It's I because I'm okay if you want to. If he wants to write that in his journal, fine. But if he wants to write that on the fucking Kindle that we bought him, that we pay for and maintain and put books on, um. So yeah, I think Ari and I have a very constant kind of push pull where I'm just like bring down the hammer and he's like well and so that's where we're at and uh 
And I think we both always feel like the other person isn't truly supporting our <laughs> choices. <laughs> Does he think you'll see the name? I don't know. I think so. Or is it like exciting for him to have a secret where he's like, yeah, fuck you. I mean, he must. He and like, must does he like know. giggle at it every time he signs on? He's like. <laughs> yeah. I'm not quite clear. I think he must know that we can see it. <laughs> well, can you change it? Because you could change it too. You're really, really in trouble for changing it. <laughs> <laughs> I should be like, uh, you have I to disagree. change it for the next month of um, – uh, like it, Rex needs to learn how to be respectful or whatever. Yes. yes. <laughs> Listen to your parents. Rex's parents are amazing. <laughs> well, actually, now that I think about it, though, Ari came up with the, I think, the punishment for, or, you know, the, the consequence for this particular thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was a, a month of no Kindle. So, you know, okay. and that's still a fairly educational thing in a way. Like it's, yeah. it's we're essentially grounding him from books. Yeah, you do not get to read a book for a month. So. That's the thing, and it's the same thing with Just Dance too. It's like you don't get to exercise, or no. like <laughs> it's all it all sucks. Yeah. You don't get to learn Greek for a month. I don't know. Um, because it's not, yeah, and then there's like no other social component that the kids get, so it's like, oh no, I'm taking away the one thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, they don't have much right now. It's hard to know what to take. Man, he's funny. He knows when to how to. That's so funny. <sighs> I mean, it's not funny what he said to Ari. I think the Kindle is funny. Like that. I like. Yeah. I like imagining he doesn't think that he would get caught with it, and then it's like his own personal. <laughs> little like fuck you every time yeah. he signs and he's like fuck you yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i love that i mean there <laughs> is honestly something funny also about the other thing i yeah in, but it is so shocking yeah and, and like is this guy fucking kidding me yeah um yeah oh but it's also like shit we got to take care of this before they get older and you know, and so part of me is like, oh boy, I might have to kind of like this isn't getting better. It mm-hmm. seems to only be continuing, if not getting worse. Mm. And so I feel like at some point I might just have to elbow my way in and just be like, here's what's up. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, or you know, you guys can give him a definition of you break, you do this rule, you break this rule. This is what the punishment is every single time. <laughs> Honestly, so, we never real we didn't. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yes, yes, that one hundred percent. Because then but he also knows, we and never you did it. Who who would have prepared yeah. for a nine year old to say "fuck you, daddy" on Father's Day, or to write "mama and daddy are fucking idiots" um on his Kindle title? We just yeah. didn't see that coming. We <laughs> no, no. But that's what I mean. Like, at least now you're at a place where you're like, oh, this is his thing that he likes. So, yeah. To curse and say fuck, you know, like, so the, he finds power in that. So oh, yeah. If, if he wants to use that power, then he has to recognize what that means. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm waiting. I mean, the girls are turning seven tomorrow, so they'll probably tell me to fuck off as well. So I'm right there behind you. <laughs> 
like, you uh, fucking pink hair. Fuck. Maybe know, if yeah. you're lucky, they'll wait until this Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amanda, what has broken you? Or what, what do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, basically just the getting ready for the uh, – it's it, – I – I don't. I don't have things this week. I, it's just a collection <laughs> of things, you know. Like it's, yeah. it's the constant. Oh, I also feel like um, I feel a little like for the girl's birthday, like I do at Christmas, because um, I've just been working. Christmas generally for me at work is like the busiest time of year, mm-hmm. and the most I always time feel of like, year. Oh yeah. Oh, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> um. But I don't have time to shop generally because I'm constantly working, working, working. And so the same thing's happening now where I'm working all the time and their birthday is here. And I feel like uh, I can't go to the store and be like, I'm going to buy these things. So it's like ordering online. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, wait, did we overdo it? Like, I don't know. Um, I just feel like uh, it just feels very... Uh, what's the word? Disorganized. Uh, I know I have yeah. a plan for the party and that like we have a birthday present and we'll all be fine. But for some reason, yeah. it just feels super disorganized. And the girls uh, last week I talked about, they want, they asked for guinea pigs. Um, oh, thankfully, right. em- yeah, Emily, Emmeline had a, a rage tantrum uh, the other day. And it was the greatest way to say no to guinea pigs. Cause I was <gasps> like, if you are going to treat me physically like this, you're not big enough and responsible enough to have a pet. Uh-huh. So now she has to watch herself and earn the respect and and show me that she can be responsible to take care of a living thing. Because, you know, when she rages out, she throws things in her room. She comes at us. And I'm hearing this from a lot of other parents, too. So I think a lot of it is related to quarantine and, like, the just inability to escape Process. your family yeah, yeah. Well, I, I get it but it's also like enough is enough like you're punching me so i'm not going to take it and she would do some of this before that but i think this it's she, she's kind of uh regressed sure in quarantine back into it so i'm trying to help her find ways to cope the best way so far has been to say you're not allowed to have a pet until you can show me that you have control over your body when you feel this way that um, is so it's been it's like a helpful thing. Like it was yeah. like when I said it, it was one of those moments where I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I just did a good parenting move. You know, like I'm getting get out of having to get guinea pigs and I'm getting her to behave. This is a win-win. So that was a that was a very like, you know, we make it up as we all go along. So when I made that one up, I was like, boom. All right. Nice. Uh, it's worked so far. She's had a very good week. Um, I mean, look. She's had a very good week, but that she still has hit people every day. Um, but it's. <laughs> I mean, it's she's like, still a child, a child with siblings. Yes. Yes. Who's locked down in quarantine and, and, uh, and over it all. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I think, I think for me, it's just um, my kids have been in camp. This is week two. Um, it would, there were two of the same families they were with last week, which is good. Cause I know those families, um, and like how safe they've been. Oh, good. Um, oh yeah. It's that, that's what's, they've really done it well. I'm stressed out because online, um, 
they're sending out surveys about what school will look like in the fall and either it will be 100% at home or it will be 50-50 and they're trying to figure out what that would look like. Yeah, I think and all the schools want, are. Yeah, and they want to know like what do the parents want and then what do they need? Um I mean we basically wrote in all caps if you don't take my kids then someone needs to. Like <laughs> we were like <laughs> we are dying. We can't do this anymore. Um I but wrote, online, I of course wrote the opposite of that. Yes. And I like most of the, so there are a lot of people online going, I would never send my kids to school and I would never. And it's like, I, we, we are planning to homeschool. We're going to do it. And it's interesting because then some of my other friends are writing who like both parents are working full time and they're like, they're shaming me. And I was like, that's how I feel. I feel so shamed. Because it's a privilege to be able to take care of your kids during this time. It's that a privilege to have a job during this time. So it's really yes. fucked. It's both sides. Like, are it's hard on both sides. But, like, it, I feel so much shame because everybody's like, oh, I would never send my kid. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh. I want my kids to go full time. I need them to get real lessons and real teaching and, like, really, like, learn. Because they're not yeah. going to get anything at home this year. And they're going to be at a giant disadvantage. Because I can't even get off the Zoom call for 30 minutes to make their lunch. Like, right. And, and so it's like, but everyone's like, we would never, we would never. And, and so it's, right. it's feeling like there's no chance that my kids are going to get any kind of education this year. And it's so like, I'm going to have to hire a tutor to come in and teach them no, every day or a teacher. No, well, so I have to gotta, because I they're going to have to it. figure something out. I, Google Classroom doesn't work for my kids. They don't pay attention. They don't. They right. just sort of show up. Like I need someone who can come in, work through things, teach them. I'm also thinking similar to what this camp was. Like, could I get together with some of these other parents and say, "All right, fourth graders, we have a teacher." This week they're at your house. Next week they're at the next house. Next week they're at the next house. Go through the Google Classroom stuff with them. But then also, like, let's schedule out activities. Like, make a little house on the prairie type school. Because well, don't like, panic yet. I bet that the school system will figure some sort of thing out where like everyone who wants to send their kids will be able to send their kids. And people who don't won't have to. I, I would hear. I, I, I hope so. I mean, I, I know so too. In some then there'll be states, less kids there. You know, like there'll be less kids that are going. So it feels yeah. like it might be a little safer. And then the kids that want to be home can be home. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be ideal. Like I'm probably going to be working from home so I can get them. It's more the like I need help mm-hmm. teaching them. I can't even sit and do a worksheet with them. You know, like it's I would love to. But my job and what it requires of me, I can't. Yeah. And neither can my husband. So it's like. Ugh. So it's, it's, that's been hard. I do feel validated though by my friends who text and say, I feel really shamed. I feel very upset oh. because I can't, we can't make our, the needs, we can't meet the needs of our kids working and being from home or working from home and having them yeah. homeschool 100%. And it's, well, in regardless, that at least makes me feel less alone. There are the children of essential workers that will yes. have to go somewhere during the day yeah yeah Yeah. those people can't stay home they can't go to a hospital and take care of sick people and then also somehow homeschool their kids that doesn't right work so yeah yeah i'm sorry you feel shamed that's shitty 
It well, they don't know that they're. It's not that you know. I don't think they know. I hope I'm not making you feel shamed. You don't. You don't. You've been very supportive. Where you're like, you're doing you, and I get it, and you get it. You know, like it's more the people who aren't, who are making people feel bad that would mm-hmm. want to send their kids to school. You know what I mean? That are like, uh, you're irresponsible, shitty. Like, why would anyone do that to your kids uh, or put anyone at risk? And it's like, right? What? I'm not do. I'm not trying to do that. I would hope that they would like I would want to know all of the precautions they're going right. at and I would I would adhere to them and I'd make my kids adhere to them and like I would hope everyone else who was doing that would do the same like this camp process has also I think reinforced that it's possible to mm-hmm. me because I'm seeing how responsible organized play can look um mm-hmm. instead of it just being like whatever like they're doing such a good job of keeping it like very strict in like how, how they set it up, but then following through that and the kids respect those boundaries and they do it too. And it's just become normal for them. Uh Um, Like they take their little hats off when they're walking up to get their temperatures. Like, it's just like, this is just what you do. Um, But so it's like, there's no more of the day where I was like, don't let anyone touch you. You have a fever. Like, that's not, you know, like I would never. <laughs> that's right. No more. We can, none of us can we're running out. Yeah. That, so, most of all, that's what COVID has taken from us. <laughs> they taken our ability to send our kids sick. Yeah. <laughs> I can't send my kid with a fever. Oh. Come on. That's First the go this. <sighs> Yeah. So it's just more of like watching it and trying to check my own feelings. And and I do get super anxious about the fall because I'm like, I was a bro, like it broke me. You all mm-hmm. heard because it's the only thing I could ever talk about mm-hmm. working from home and having my kids schooled from home. Like, I think it broke all of us like on a national level. <laughs> yeah. And For so real. to know, oh, we're going in at least before it was like, well, this is just to the end. It's just right. a little bit. To know it's starting and it could be that way. Mm-hmm. No, uh-uh. No, I love my children, but this is this is next level. Like what I'm, I see, I'm broken. <laughs> we all we all know our our own limits, and that's why we can't make uh, judgment. We yeah. we can't we can't judge other people for what they're because we don't fucking know no. what they're dealing with at home. <sighs> I just wish that we could get a vaccine. I wish that oh, yeah. when people are out there and wearing masks and following the rules and just sort of. Oh my God, uh, I don't want people to just wear don't. a fucking mask. I know. I know. Well, my mom, I've been on her about it. Like, I think, too, it's difficult because where we are, people are. And right. it's And it is, you know, for the most part, people are. There's still you, some that aren't. But... You drive an hour outside of L.A. and I don't think that's true. No. And if you go other places, it's not, you know, because their numbers aren't up and they're kind of, they're back out. There are some places, Florida, where your numbers are up and they're still out. And so it's like, that's where I get nervous because it's like, I need my kids to go to school. (laughs) Right. Well, there's some places, I I was just reading today that uh, I think it's Georgia, I might be Mm -hmm. wrong, um, where they're going to start, at least that's the plan now in in. June, the plan is to uh, just open school up like normal with oh. nothing different in the fall. Okay. So there's a lot of so different... I can move to Georgia is what you're telling me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should move to Georgia 
you could finally get some work done. You know, I mean, George is beautiful. It is beautiful. I could like a big giant house out in the country, go to a little tiny school. My kids could go to school. I could work from home. People wouldn't even know I was there. This is a good, a good thing. The people are friendly. People are friendly. Food is good. COVID is probably not as high because it's a, it's more spread out. All right. This is, this has been a good episode. I'm just about to change my whole life. (laughs) Dude, I I have literally been looking up tiny house blueprint plans, like in my spare time when I'm not obsessively planning for a camping trip. I am (laughs) looking up blueprints. It, it, man. Because I'm just like, oh, why are we even living in the city if we're just going to be in our uh-huh. dumb city house spending oh. too much money to live here? I mean, I think that's starting – everyone's starting to think, oh, yeah. I mean, I bet everywhere people are starting to go, I don't have to live in this space. I can live wherever I want. Like, right. what, what would that look like? Yeah. Where would that be? You know? Where would you, Where would that be for you, you think? Oh, for me? I don't know. I don't know. I refuse to start thinking about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I get like, hmm. Um, I mean, I I do like it here. Um, I like the, that it's a city, but with like beaches and yeah. mountains nearby. I probably would want to go. I loved when I lived in Montclair, New Jersey. You know, yeah. like it was close enough to the city. Um, but but your neighbors were far enough away that they didn't hear every single thing you said when you said <laughs> it, um, you know. <laughs> um, and it just felt like it's just so it's just so beautiful there. So I would I don't think I could go back east. I would miss my friends, but um, and I mean I have friends there too that I would that I do miss. Uh, but the winters can suck a dick. Yeah. Um, that's so always I where think, I come up. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, if there was something like that town near here, <laughs> I would love that. Uh, Portland <laughs> is where everybody seems to go. Portland? Oregon. Yeah. Huh. A lot of people like Portland. Um, I've never been there, so I don't know. Austin would been be there cool. Either. Austin, like Austin, Texas is yeah. great. Um, and you get the space and you get the like fun art scene and it still has a city fun so that might be a place i would check out that's why i want a tiny house i want i want the maybe the vague possibility of being able just to like mobile home all over the state or all over the country do you you feel like you would ever be someone who would rv it oh 100 percent. my grandparents had um an rv when after they um after they uh retired they mm-hmm. got a big RV and they drove all over the United States and Canada and just like visited everything. And, yeah. and like they were, you know, biking and hiking and uh, making friends. Mm. And um, go. maybe you get that, turn that van in and go get an RV. No shit, right? I would fucking love an RV. I would yeah, love just get some Wi Fi up in that beast and then you guys could go. I think you one might cra- you might make each other crazy though in that in a tiny oh. car that one. Well, we w- but you know what? They're all making me fucking crazy in this big house. So That's true, and at least then you could be outside, and it'd be easier to clean. <laughs> mm-hmm. It would be. It would be. Yeah. Yeah. You could get like you know what you could do is do an RV and then like 
do they make like little side coaches and then you could have like a mom coach on the side so that you you're like i'm going into my little pod Go that's away. an interesting idea i mean but i could I'm, have one of those weird beds that are like right above where where the driver's seat is and I, i'll just close that flimsy little curtain and i'll be like i'm not here my friend Holly uh, turned the inside of her van into a bed for her and her two daughters, and they are driving all through the Grand Canyon and all around the country right now in, like, just her minivan. She, like, builds beds yes. in a little hammock, and they're just – they're taking off. I'll, I'll have awesome. to show you what she's doing. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, you can uh, you can buy or, or mo- like, you can make your van into uh, or rent these, like – yeah, they're like a minivan, but then it has, like, a bed. Sometimes it has a little wow. bunk bed and, like, maybe a little mm-hmm. kitchenette kind of thing. Yeah. It's amazing. If you watch The Bachelor, to, uh, one of the most famous Bachelor couples, they live in a van and they drive around the country. And if you follow their, their Instagram – they live the greatest life I've ever seen. Do they have children? Um, no, no. Okay. They have a rescue dog. They're perfect. Oh, they are perfect. They made good choices. They are perfect. They are gorgeous. <laughs> Most of the pictures of them in like wild waterfalls or like their feet just like over a cliff and they're just in their van. But um, do you think they just pay their bills with like that sweet Instagram cash? Yes. Yeah. For sure. And then they like go travel the world and they, yeah. I mean, they just, they just do nothing. What a, one of our longtime listeners, Padanda Ali, she, I believe, has a, I, I believe she and her family live in a, in an RV full time and are just traveling yeah. around. She homeschools. They have so here you go, Betsy. Instagram. I see it in your future. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. At least for a little while, you guys could do it until like the world comes back. If the world comes back. Right. I, that's what I was thinking. I'm like I'm, I'm just teaching improv over my computer. I could do that mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah, I mean, if they start saying "come back," okay. Yeah. And All right. Then. Sorry, Ari. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I did this to you, Ari. But um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It'll be like, so Betsy, where are you today? Be like, oh, I'm just in Arizona. Uh, today we're in Colorado. Oh, that would be awesome. I would love that. It would that. be kind of cool. I mean, I think it could be a fun adventure for sure. It would definitely be one of those things where like when your kids grow up, they're like, oh, yeah, I lived in an RV for during COVID. Yeah. We, like, traveled the country. Oh, that'd be fucking rad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would suck, but it would also be amazing. Yeah. yeah. You have to empty the. Um, you have oh, to yeah. Empty the Toilet. Shitter's full, Clark. Yeah. Well, if it's an RV, though, you just, I think, have to just hook up a a gross yeah. hose to a gross thing. Right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like a whole I, I, I only know it from Christmas vacation, so that's as far as I go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. He it into the sewer. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, a lot of those tiny homes have a compost toilet, which sounds like a... Come on, get out of here. Stop it. As far as I can go is Little House on the Prairie schooling. I can't deal with outhouses, so... (laughs) I feel Uh, like maybe because my dad did outdoor ministry when I was a kid, I feel like I was fairly well acquainted with outhouses just in general. You know, here's one of your fun facts. I love when you drop these bombs. (laughs) I feel like I've, I've used outhouses a fair amount in my in my life yeah. you know what's something i've never said that hmm. you know that. what's something i'm not gonna say that 
<laughs> I don't mind it too much. I think it's funny. It's interesting that you, because like the only time I've ever seen an outhouse is at like the um the uh, the history museum place that I went to, where you like the farmers museum. You know, where you go back what? in time and walk around. That's the only time you've even seen one. Come on, yeah, they don't have outhouses in Florida. They got porta potties. Yeah, it's like a wooden porta potty. Yeah, but you just crap into the ground. Somebody doesn't like <laughs> you clean crap. it. I mean, it's a hole. Yeah, but there's like, like nobody, like a company doesn't come and like pick it up and True. clean it. True. And like replace it with a clean one. It's just just your crap <laughs> hanging out for the rest of eternity, just in the hole. Nasty. I can't. <laughs> no and you're like yeah it's not a big deal amanda it's just just you just crap in the hole <laughs> no no you wipe your ass with a piece of the jc penny no. catalog and you <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it is funny yeah. i think because of our age and because of at least where i grew up a lot of that stuff isn't that crazy far into the past for me like my grandparents lived on a dirt road yeah yeah dirt road is dirt road is florida I, there's a lot of dirt roads and my father-in-law um, grew up without any electricity that is amazing i mean it was in greece but still yeah but still that's amazing yeah they didn't have like a refrigerator or anything yeah wow. yeah so I don't know. To me, it's like, well, I can crap into a yeah. wooden shack. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I say this on the show before? Um, I did a bunch of genealogy and I found out that one of my ancestors was a woman who gave birth like on like a trail, essentially. Like they were like not it wasn't the Oregon Trail, but it was that kind of thing. And she like gave birth and then the next door day like got on a horse or some shit. And, how, and do you, just, how do you know that? Because uh, I did a bunch of research. That's cool. Yeah. That used to be my old uh, obsession slash hobby before I had children. Um, now so I don't she, have any hobbies. She's like the OG, like, whatever, I'm making shit get done. Yeah, she was like getting shit done. And so I, oh. I think of that a lot. Those sort of things like lead, like guide me. And maybe also because I grew up in Minnesota, we were always like Little House on the Prairie. Like we knew all that shit. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. To me, that guides me. I'm like, okay, I can, I can deal with whatever, you know, maybe that's what makes me keep going in those weird moments where you're like, um, you should have left. And I'm like, look, if she can have a baby on an Oregon trail, I can certainly stay here and <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, is the air on? I think it's dropping above 76. <laughs> Who's here? Can someone turn the air on? Uh, you oh. do you. <laughs> Damn it. I had to sleep on an arrow bed. <laughs> I do think, I do think you should think seriously about the uh, camper. Do you want a camper? Thank you. See, I am going to how, do that. Yeah. See how your camping trip goes. Cause you might come back and be like, uh, hell no. We're not doing that. Well, we've been camping a couple times before and everyone loved it. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm, I would say, I think it's going to, it could be something really interesting and fun for you all to do. Right. Um, you know, maybe not full time forever, but at least for like a while, a little while. 
Hey, y'all, if you're listening and this is something that you do or dream of, please send us an email or uh, leave us a phone, a, a voice yeah, message. Know. Yeah, I want to know about your experiences. Padanda, tell us uh, <laughs> tell us all the fuck about this thing that you're doing. I think she has a YouTube channel as well. Um, mm. And uh, they they like record their adventures there. I think she's got two kids and, and a husband and they just... Uh, all around have a that's little cool. adventure well should we wrap it up yeah let's wrap it up hey if you like the show subscribe rate and review it also follow us on instagram and twitter like our facebook page join our facebook group uh, send us your shit shows and buy some merch we've got super cool merch and all of this information is in the description of this episode caca a copy with your shit show. Four two four two seven nine eight eight four. A copy with your shit show. Four two four two seven nine eight eight four. A copy with your shit show. Four two four two seven nine eight eight four two. Hey Betsy, you're doing yeah. a great job. Thanks, Amanda. You're doing a fucking great job. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You're doing a great job. Don't let any, I mean, I'm not going to give you advice. I hope, I hope that shame does not land with you because you don't deserve that. No one deserves that. I'll eat the Kona ice until the shame goes away. This is how it works. So I'll be fine this weekend. It'll be fine. And it's ice. (laughs) You don't even have to be feeling ashamed of that. Oh, that's right. (laughs) So you might find yourself eating a shame cone or uh, <laughs> or something to, uh, <laughs> to wrap your family up in a in a tiny car and get the hell out of Dodge. Um, know that you know what you're doing. You're doing you, and that means you're doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with drills for hands, or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Bigfoot Collectors Club, you're You're here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.